one. Welcome to Weeaboo Wednesday. Oh boy. On, oh, when, oh, on this Wednesday. Oh, a God. Demon's I... Day. A Greedy Day. <laughs> a Wednesday. Oh. So, um, so, earlier, Mark oh. approached me with uh, watching an uh, uh, anime called Seven Deadly Sins. And um, I actually went and, like, did that. I watched uh, six episodes, only to find that the day of recording that we both watched two separate <laughs> animes because apparently Seven Deadly Sins is the name of two fucking animes. Actually, I lied earlier about that. I just fucked up. Yeah. It was, apparently, I just thought it was Seven Deadly Sins because that's what I was seeing the ads for for yeah. it. But it's actually just been always been seven mortal sins. So yeah, so there's seven <laughs> mortal sins and seven deadly sins. If you look up in, in <laughs> and they up are there. very very different. One is for is your is your basic shonen anime. Yeah. The other one I, well I I, I thought to myself I should just go to regular hentai if I'm watching this shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so I ended up watching the one on Netflix because I thought that's what we were doing, and uh, I guess we're doing that now. Yeah, so this episode, well, I intended it for to be about a very recent, very bad show. Yeah. I think Crunchyroll's even, it's only got like two stars on Crunchyroll. <laughs> Versus uh, this one, which is uh, Seven uh, Deadly Sins, which apparently has a 9.7 on a Google review. But <laughs> using completely different uh, systems in which to judge various series, this one is nothing special. Yeah, okay, this, so... That is, the perfect example of this is generic shonen anime, okay. and tropes that we have all seen plenty of times before. Our main character, Inuyasha, I mean, Naruto, I mean, I, I guess mean, both. Uh... <laughs> Mr. Bleach, John Bleach of Bleach. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's, let me just break down the plot real quick. Uh, little kid own, like, little kid owns an inn. Everybody is like, yo, little kid, you can't own an inn. He's like, shut the fuck up, I own this inn. Uh, a knight shows up. Turns out the knight's a big-tittied woman. They go on an adventure to find the seven deadly sins. Oh, Turns and... out the little kid is the deadliest of the seven deadly sins. Wrath. <laughs> Which always kind of annoyed me as a trope of where... Oh, the oh. tiniest one is the most dangerous? Well, no, I'm actually kind of sometimes okay with that being a shorter individual. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> However, the thing that bothers me is more the trope of going, okay, we're trying to find, bring back the gang back together. Oh, I've, I have run into the most powerful one yeah. already. Is it going... Then there's no risk. There's no challenge. See, like, um, like this is my well, um, you you nailed it on the head. This is one of my problems with the uh, shonen uh, anime series or the genre, which is for those of you who are unfamiliar, shonen is uh, uh, anime usually fighting anime directed at uh, teenage males. It's not. It's not connected to fighting. It just. It turns out that way. Because it, it's like, that that's what sells the most. Uh, yep. Shonen is usually supposed to be, like, directed at a certain demographic, which is, like, uh, male, like boys from around, like, 13 mm. to, like, 16? I would say, like, middle prime, middle school to high school. The of. prime weeb years. Yes, yeah. this, and this, and shonen animes, shonen animes are generally seen as, as the top tier of weeb shit. That's we should know. Yeah. We were there. Inuyasha, Naruto, Naruto Bleach, Bleach, Blue Exorcist. Uh, <laughs> Actually, Blue Exorcist is not a shonen anime. Is it? No, it's an adult anime. I think it's seinen. Oh, which? What am I thinking of? 
Because I had those on, or no, Blue Exorcist. I'm thinking Blue Seed. That's yeah, very no, that's uh, Blue different. Seed. Also, yeah. very different. La Blue Girl. Yeah, <laughs> a lot <laughs> of blue things. <laughs> <laughs> Do not confuse La Blue Girl no. with Bible Black. <laughs> <laughs> and none of those you should ever confuse with Blue Exorcist, because yeah. you will be, find something very different. Weaves will be mad and shocked, and then ask questions on where to find it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, where to find more of this <laughs> so my, my uh, one of my pre- uh, problems with a uh, shonen uh the shonen genre is usually when when the main character is revealed to be like oh we're getting the game back together and like one of the main characters who's the beginning character is the strongest is you re- you have to break your back trying to come up with ways it was like why doesn't why don't they just blaze through every challenge? It's because it's like, oh, they have to hold back, or they're hiding their true form, or they have a dark past. <sighs> See, this is this is why I enjoyed the trajectory of One Piece. <laughs> because it's like, One Piece is like, One Piece is one of the shonen anime. It still it's a is. shonen jump. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but but the thing is like uh, what makes a shonen anime work for me personally or a manga is it's like you have to grow with the character. I agree. So it's like Luffy is an idiot. Mm-hmm. He is powerful, but he's not powerful in the beginning. At the beginning all he can do is like rocket punch. Yep. At the end of every arc he gets a new bullshit talent. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he gets two. And like you <laughs> stick around with it because it's like you feel like you're growing with Luffy. Maybe you can't. Maybe you can't do like Gong Gong Gatling Cannon. But hey, you can file taxes now because you're 23. <laughs> maybe you can't go into fifth gear. But hey, maybe you can put your car into drive because you have your license now. See, little steps. <laughs> but but like, do, do you see where I get, like the series doesn't have to bend it bend it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Michael's true Asian self showing as he brenched together. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, so yeah, the the series doesn't have to bend its ass backwards to try and. <laughs> Sorry, you say this, and this is the series with the character who bends herself backwards. But that's awesome. <laughs> Boa like, Hancock literally bending herself because she's the greatest. <laughs> Like, like the series doesn't have to like insert bullshit plot things about like how why Luffy couldn't do this earlier because it's built in from the it's baked in from the beginning. Luffy's hella dumb. Zoro's hella dumb. Usopp's a coward. Chopper's a deer. Nami's a woman. <laughs> I see you're pulling from my book, Michael. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> like, like, but but they all have like flaws built in that like you don't have to write the plot around. You you get me? Yes, I get you. I'm sorry, Michael. Reminding me of unfortunately an inside joke, Mister Psyker. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll not get into that. Why not? But, but, you tell the people a story, Michael. <laughs> you tell the story of your misogyny. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Michael Ponda. I'm a misogynist. I apologize. <laughs> it is not my intention. I just... <laughs> things slip out of my mouth. <laughs> this is 
what happens when you watch anime. <laughs> you get very angry at the writers, and therefore the characters, and therefore turn into a misogynist. Okay, so, yeah, but, um... This is, like, the most shonen shonen anime ever. Like, oh, it, it, it's almost, like, compressed within it. It's, okay, here's the main character. Here's the woman character who's literally a plot device to keep the plot moving forward. Mm-hmm. Here is the lovable rogue. Here is the tricky magician. Here is the girl that's clearly into the main character, main boy, but, but will probably end up with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully Pompadour. But yeah, I like Pompadour. Yeah, no, they seem okay. Yeah, so the, He's an idiot. <laughs> the, the main cast of the crew right now is uh, uh, Melodius, who is the main kid. Uh, he is the Dragon Sin of Wrath. Uh, then uh, the second person we meet is uh, Diane, who is a giantess, who is the dragon, uh, the the sin, uh, the serpent sin of envy. Yep. Then we get into the fox sin of greed, which is uh, Vaughn. Bon. Bon, yeah. <laughs> and then we have King, who is, uh, I, I think his sin is sloth. Yes. Dereliction of duty. Yes. So, um, uh, yeah, so we have, like, these four. And the, the main idea is they're trying to put together... The seven deadly sins, who, when it's introduced to us, are the seven knights who uh, tried to throw a failed coup against the kingdom. Mm-hmm. But the, we might not be getting the whole story. As it turns out, they 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 appear to be good people. They appear to have been just as much of a victims of this of the attack that they were accused of in the beginning. Yeah, and there's uh, the the uh, Order of Holy Knights, which are basically like medieval magic police. They're paladins. Yeah, They're who, little... who rule the world, essentially. Yeah. Uh, of uh, Britannia. Uh, of Britannia in lieu of the king who is very sick. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I see. I, I think I see what's happening. And our so... first introduction of said character is someone who's already essentially thinks he's killed two people and possibly a third and says, fuck it, I'll write it off in the report. Yeah. And then realizes they're still alive and refuses to change his report. So, uh, let's get right into it. Uh, order two, please. Review raw, 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 So, um... Yeah, that wasn't actually just a sound effect. That was me sucking out too much alcohol. Oh, shit, Mike. Okay, so, uh... I'm sorry. Got any Noodles. Noodles. Two characters in particular. Yeah, One, yeah, yeah. that villain Helbram, or whatever the fuck his name was. Uh, I think it's Helbrid, but I think you're actually closer to Helbram. Helbram. Uh, yeah, Helbram. Yeah. Helbram. Because that guy is a, is more well-rounded than most shonen I, characters. I When I saw him, I was like, Mark's going to like this character. Yep. Especially when he like shows up. And he, Helbram is like this full knight in like Dracula cloak. Yeah. And then he like shows up at like one of the defeated edgelord knight girl characters. And he's like... What what happened to your face? Actually, no, it's pretty good. After they, uh, after they've like tied him up and and drawn all over her face. Also, the later bits when this yeah. guy who's supposed to be their leader, who also who comments like, "Oh, for God's sakes, this is what's happened to you," decided to play the role of a tiny of a tiny helmeted announcer with helium voice. Yeah, and it was fantastic. And then his true form, no joke, is like grizzled grandpa soldier. 
Yeah, with a, a green, a green-haired, grizzled grandpa's shoulder with an eye patch. Yes, he just hit every bar, which made a character awesome in my book. Uh, yeah, ex- like teenage Mark is like checking it all off in his head. It's, it's not like- teenage Mark. This is more actually college <laughs> Mark. After I realizing I'm sick of sixteen-year-old prodigies. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's uh, we've got an older character. Yep. Uh, we have distinctive silhouette and facial features. He can yeah. stick up from others. Yep. He's- he has a sense of humor. A sense of very humor. important. Yeah. And he seems actually strong enough to become to become a recurring villain, an yeah. actual challenge. Also, let's not forget, uh, competent, and he is capable of more than three emotions. Exactly. Yeah. So that's uh, that's really one of the linchpins. Is like, is your character capable of more than three emotions? Is he monotone? Because we have a perfect example. Uh, a broth I will take a sip of is Gil Thunder, which is the pink-haired knight, which oh, is God. like. The definition of, like, edgelord. And um, you take a look at him. Despite yeah. the fact that he is an edgelord, he has pink hair. He has, like, really kind of... Cla- actually classical, but kind of silly-looking armor colorations with his pinstripes and crosses across of it. It's very... Um, the armor and, like, clothing design it reminds me a lot of One Piece. Yeah. But, like, actually, that is a, a piece of broth I would like to take a sip of, which mm. is, like... Um, anachronism inside of anime Mm -hmm. so like anachronism means like things out of time so it's like you know you've got medieval period and then like there's a dude with a machine gun or a gun Mm -hmm. so in some cases like that works it's like a very high fantasy you know final fantasy is just full and rife oh god it is but that's okay because it's like you hit a certain point where it's like this dude's using a sword and the guy next to you is using a chainsaw uh, a chain gun and it's fine Mm -hmm. um in this universe the anachronism is a little too weird it's like it's reaching that point and i'm expecting to see a character with a gun or a mecha Mm-hmm. But it, it keeps constantly dipping under. And it's like such a nitpicky nerd thing, but it's like, how no. do they have nice lacy underwear? That is very true. This is but here's... bullshit. You, if you were a woman back then, you wore rags. <laughs> <laughs> because all the wool went to the men. <laughs> they needed it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree. And as you said, like Final Fantasy is a good anachronistic se- section because yeah. it establishes itself on every level. Yeah. Like you have like, let's say Final Fantasy X, one of the few Final Fantasies I actually know, of where it's kind of, it used to be very high tech. Basically, we are now currently in the Dark Ages where pretty much most of the people are using magic or melee weapons. And like the scene heretical group knows the Albed are using like machine guns and the like. And they kind of, and then you see some like, it basically, they blend, like you said, they blend, if you're able to make it seem commonplace that a guy would be wielding a gun and a guy wielding a sword or a guy wielding a gun sword, like, it makes sense. But yeah, exactly. You see the lacy underwear, you start seeing, like, clothes, that leather outfit. Yeah. (laughs) Though honestly, that could probably. The leather Harajuku outfit. Yes. And better question is where the hell has Bond been getting his eyeshadow this whole time? I've I've noticed there's a, a very. Um, this animator and the artist that this is based off of, he has that uh, eyeshadow technique of drawing characters where it's like you just essentially take two L's and skew them and then put a circle and it's like, oh, this character is a badass because his <laughs> eyes are like that. Our pointed eyes. Yeah, like the pointed eye anime eyes. And I've, I've seen it somewhere else mm-hmm. and I want to say it's like the uh, one of the studios who animated um, 
Full Metal Alchemist just on just on the way that Melodius's face looks and the way it You're animates. Right. Oh, God, no, you are very right. I yeah. do agree. But but like the um, no, yeah, you're right. It's Anaplex. So it is. Yeah. Okay, I I thought I thought it might have been. Um, there's also just like. <laughs> It's weird that I can kind of like figure out now um, what studio it is based on the eyes, but like one of the things is you can figure out who the artist is on depending on how the way they draw women, because <laughs> it's like some uh, some some animators and artists will like go like full anime women where it's like they can only do that one body type, mm-hmm. and like some like we'll stick to the formula almost exactly but they'll change like one thing mm-hmm. and that'll be like their subtle signature mm-hmm. and in this one it's like they have like very rounded hips not like big thighs but it's just like everybody has like those uh hourglass figure hips especially seen with like diane and elizabeth like, oh god no i was wrong no anaplex is merely a producer like how ea is to video games uh-huh a1 Pictures made it. Oh, The same so guys who did Sword Art Online. And Aeromanga Sensei. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They did. Yeah. No high five for Aeromanga Sensei in this episode? No. no. Uh, that series is a no. <laughs> no no, that, no high fiving itself for fucking your little sister? <laughs> <laughs> no. King, King, King doesn't like look to the side and see the main character from Aeromanga Sensei and gives him the finger guns? <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> no, no, the main character uh, from that gives a uh, uh, king the finger guns, but King's like, I can't fuck my sister; she's dead. <laughs> uh, so. And even then, I, I'm glad they portrayed that relationship enough of where it just seemed like a, a big brother being pissed about the death of his little sister, no, okay, rather yeah. than. I was more interested in fucking my sister. So let, let's talk about the characters, because earlier you said you had two characters that you liked, and I can guess yeah. the second one yep. is Bond. Bond. Yeah. I love my tricksters. Basically, a, a characters that bring a sense of humor to a group is just so important to me. Because well, because that's the composition of a shonen, uh, mm-hmm. a shonen anime. Usually a shonen team uh, team anime, it's like every si- like the team is a proxy for a person as a whole. Yes. Because it's like everybody is so like one dimensional by themselves it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But if you're a part of like a larger team then the idea is it's like each other person will act as like, you know, the empty part of you. And it, it's just lazy writing, honestly. Yeah. It, you are literally writing one dimensional characters when you could have just put all this effort into one person. Exactly. Like you could have had like guts. Yeah. Like and then like when you figure out that character then you can add more characters mm-hmm. and it's like when guts it's like he's when, brooding and unhappy yeah that is his whole character he's brooding and unhappy and then he has like puck who's kind of like the foil to them and then like later he comes uh, uh, along like serpy uh serpico and mm-hmm. um shit i forgot her name the one who wanted Catherine? Okay, the one who couldn't tell if she wanted to fuck him or kill him yeah <laughs> yeah and then like she uh, comes across those and then it turns into like a surrogate family because they're all taking care of um uh guts's girlfriend mm-hmm. yeah and like that, that, that. See, that's a good dynamic. That's a yeah. good. I actually like. Would you call like Berserk a shonen? Because I feel like it would be already out of the Here, demographic of that. They're just because of what the things they touch on. Yeah. Let's put it this way: a shonen is a more ch- children's friendly version of. It's like Berserk. a light novel. It's yeah. a light novel. Um, or yeah. a, a young adult novel. Yes, for our beca- American listeners. <laughs> but nonetheless, yeah, it's. 
like the more we're talking about this like comparison to Berserk though I'm starting to see a lot of similarities which kind of scares me mm-hmm. but it might also because I'm thinking of it on its broadest terms yeah because both but like Berserk they put a lot more effort into the characters well yeah but that's not fair we're also talking about a guy who's been working on a series for decades well like that, that that's the thing it's like um with what you said earlier and like earlier Mark actually made a good point while we were watching the anime and mm-hmm. like eating tacos um <laughs> burrito the, the, excuse yeah. me oh yeah you were eating burritos actually, not important though <laughs> yeah. um well, which was like uh when you're introduced to a fantasy world a lot of it hinges on you buying in on the fantasy and a mm-hmm. lot of that hinges on to how well is the world presented to you mm-hmm. within like the first couple of episodes yes and um th- this this world doesn't really pop at all. And yeah. what I'm going to say is this. So, like, a big sip of broth. For, one, for a bunch of our weeb fans who have not actually watched this yet, this is literally a half-assed reattempting at fairy tale, it feels like. Well, which is, is uh, un- a limp-wristed attempt at One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you One Piece fanboy. But nonetheless... If it's, it's not on a boat, it's not worth your time. <laughs> <laughs> but it has... Zerk had an entire arc on a boat, so that was totally worth your time. One Piece, all on a boat, totally worth your time. See? Two animes right there. Michael's rule of thumb. If it's not on a boat, it's not worth your time. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is this. They go with, the, with basically the everyone is special route. Yeah. Is the idea of some of every move is special, everyone is special, everyone has their own thing, everyone is a pretty snowflake, and there's no explanation for the fact. X-Men gives a reason for their weird superpowers better than these series do. Yeah. But, oh my god, like, it's, it's, um, there's no rules to your universe, is what bothers me. Yeah, it's, um, like, oh, 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 I have a, I have hmm. a very good nerd comparison that hmm. I think. So, um... Going back to what you said earlier about um, worlds and how well something is executed. Mm-hmm. So, like, earlier we're comparing this this series to Berserk, which mm-hmm. is, like, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> we are flashbacking, just like the yeah. series right now. Like, Berserk is inarguably good. Mm-hmm. Like, Berserk is just tight. Mm-hmm. It's got a good, simple plot line. And those who argue otherwise deserve to be thrown up on the wheels. Yeah, le- le- leave us the comments. Five stars, though. Five <laughs> stars on iTunes, then you can chew us out, but give us those five stars. Fair enough. Yeah, to that, to Seven Deadly Sins. So, on, like, viewing it, they're both shonen. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's an adventure. It's a quest for revenge and redemption. Mm-hmm. So, the parallel to that, Star Wars. Okay. Pre uh prequels and original mm-hmm. because though like those two are very different but uh, like stripping away the Star Wars space and fantasy veneer what is Star Wars the hero's journey yes. the most archetypical like the archetype of an adventure mm-hmm. so if they're both on the same like literally built on the same foundation mm-hmm. why are they so different because it's execution mm-hmm. the original star wars like bought you into it within like the first 10 minutes it like we have speeder bikes 
we show you a bar and like we don't explain anything because it's like you're just supposed to get it. It's you like don't this is a bar, but it's like normal. It's weird. Mm -hmm. There's kind of that moment where like it's like, oh, I'm like in a fantasy world and stuff. Everything is explained to you. Mm -hmm. The force, the Empire is evil, the Jedi were good. They're not a lot of Jedi anymore. Mm -hmm. Princess Leia is important because she is a senator and she's a princess. Han Solo's motivation is money. Mm -hmm. Um together we can beat the Empire. Simple, mm -hmm. simple, simple. Prequels. You're flung into a world of convoluted politics. Mm -hmm. All of the backs, uh, all of the characters don't have backstories that are told, and they're already established badasses. But we never get to see any of that. Mm -hmm. um, the you're not entirely sure what the main motivations of the characters are, and like you're not entirely sure who the main character is. There's just yeah. too much happening. And the real main character isn't really introduced till like half of the movie is over. And the main character is also kind of uninteresting in comparison to the rest of the cast. Oh, God, yeah. So, mirror that with Berserk and what we just watched, who, like, whose name is actually, like, literally dripping out of the side of my head, Seven Deadly Sins. Um, Berserk. Below. Yeah, like, Berserk. The, the plot is, like, Guts wants to get revenge for his girlfriend. And cure her. Yeah, Mostly and, cure, and her, cure her, it seems. Yeah, yeah, essentially, like, cure her. And, like, uh, again, no confrontation with Griffin. Mm -hmm. So we know the stakes. We know Guts is cursed. We know Guts has a really, really long fucking hard journey, but we're in Guts' corner. Mm -hmm. Seven Deadly Sins. We are introduced that uh, the main character, Melodius, is... The deadliest sin. Mm -hmm. Why is he a sin? Why are they called the seven deadliest sin? All of these characters. Well, that, that one they explained is because they betrayed the Holy Order. Yeah, they betrayed the Holy Order, but why did they have these brands? Like, was that a yeah. brand that they got before? Um, like, we we Who thought we were going to get, like, um, uh, kind of backstories mm -hmm. in that themed with their, uh, with their titles. Because mm -hmm. the only one that seems the... Vaughn and uh, King are the only ones who seem to have like their past kind of mirrors what their sin is. With yeah. with with King, it was dereliction of duty, sloth. Yep. He he left. He was supposed to guard the fountain of youth in yeah. the in the fairy king's forest. Exactly. Vaughn, his his was greed. He's trying to like uh, he he was trying to steal like the Grail of Life. Yeah, he was yeah. he was he had a shitty life and hope and honestly was it was see, see like yeah. uh, going back to what you said like why do you like Vaughn? Because honestly, everyone he is the most relatable in a sense. He has the playful mischievousness that we all kind of have that we like to annoy the crap out of our friends. We like to have like to uh, mess with each other. Like to spend time with. Uh, you're happy to see your friends, but at the same time, you want to think of yourself as this kind of like badass to help yeah. like your self confidence. And his backstory, backstory, and I'm I'm a sucker for the for redemption stories. Yeah. For someone who's had a terrible past and like and is trying to heal, yeah. or at least tr doing what they think it it, is, it takes to heal them of whatever their be it the sin, be it their sins of their past, perhaps some kind of damn like disease they're going through or just anything like that. And Bond thought that getting the Fountain of Youth would hopefully let his life live long enough to actually have a good life. Yeah. And that is. A very relatable just feeling of it's. It's also like more backstory than any other character. Exactly, yeah. I, and I can understand wanting to try and keep some backstory secret. Yeah. But if you do too much of it, people aren't gonna care. Yeah, because it's like you've already like you have. You're gonna like lose us. Compelling backstories for all these characters, and Vaughn's story ties in with Kings. Mm -hmm. So it's like we get a little bit of Kings where it's like King left. We're not sure why he left his sister alone. But he left for a long time, and when he came back, he found the forest burned. So mm -hmm. it's like that's why he's out to kill Vaughn, mm -hmm. to avenge his sister. 
Um, ultimately, that gets resolved within like two episodes. This series is surprisingly fast. Yeah. Because I can see, like, I can see those things drag out to be mm -hmm. like forever. Yeah, no, like, if this were, like, Naruto or something like that, we, just on their journey to meet the next character, we've had, like, four filler episodes. Yeah, four filler episodes. And Bleach would still be in filler. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, that, like, we, we just went through a tournament arc that was, like, literally, like, two, three episodes at best. Yeah, we got... And that was good. Like, I, mm -hmm. I, I like that. That was a noodle I will totally sip on, where it's like, okay, we're starting off the tournament, we're... Putting aside, it's like all these characters are badasses. Now we get to see the meat of the tournament, mm -hmm. and then we're gonna see like who like the cool fights. Now, but here's the thing, though. I want to talk about the just the idea of the trip of the tournament arc real fast. Yes. Okay. Let's Personally, I think they are they are lazy, shallow, and do nothing but exposition what we're currently seeing on screen. And just terrible tropes. But layered the same, exposition. But, layered, yeah. And it's layered. It's not even good ex exposition either. It's not like good exposition of like going, of like bringing to attention perhaps something people won't see or don't understand. Yeah. It's basically explaining bullshit attacks yeah. or what we're currently With seeing on screen. Mark, Mark got really mad that like, uh, <laughs> yeah. like every other move aside from like one that seemed like from really, the main character, which seemed really important, didn't get a title card, <laughs> and it was just like. Why, the, why didn't the why didn't like full like full counter dispersal get a title card? Wall gets a title card. <laughs> Snatch gets a title card. <laughs> exactly. Like why was there no title card for this? And it's like a stupid fucking nerd thing to fixate on. But it's like you it's don't, consistency. Yeah. If you're gonna do it, you keep doing you it. You don't do something like that unless it's gonna be like a big deal or you fucked up. Mm -hmm. And this one clearly fucked up. I don't think even that giant oblivion smash that that Diana throws at the end of the tournament arc even gets one. Oh, like the thing she does with the hammer? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that well, kinda. yeah, that's right. That didn't get a title card. But nonetheless, all right, I would, we would like to also add, we didn't say this in the beginning, we only watched up to episode, like, 13. Yeah, we only watched up to episode 13, because, uh, like, we, we, we... We we ran out of time. We fucked, yeah, we fucked up. We thought, <laughs> I thought I was watching the right anime. Mm -hmm. And even then, you came unprepared. What are you talking about? I totally, like, I... I you I were up to episode 13. You thought you were up to episode 5, and then you found out you were out of episode 13. So you, I was ahead of the ball. Ahead of the ball. You didn't even finish the first season like we intended. <laughs> <laughs> but I finished more of it than I thought I did. <laughs> that does... Listen. Finishing I, 100 I, feet from the finish line compared to finishing... 50 feet from the finish line, I, you still didn't finish the finish line. Your Majesty, I, I understand I was supposed to guard the gate, and the enemy has gotten in and kidnapped your daughter. But, but you see, the gate's not fully opened. <laughs> they came in through the back door. <laughs> I, I did part of my job. God damn it. What's that? Execution. <laughs> Goodbye, Michael. <laughs> What's that over there? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, there, so, like, the, I guess, like, a lot of the broth we have of, um, Seven Deadly Sins is just, like, we didn't really keep going to the Torment Arc talk, I wanted to keep talking. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, keep going. Yes, yeah. but... At the same time, it is sometimes believed as one of the more entertaining moments in an anime. Because, because it's, it's all structured. It's, yeah. yeah, it's... We got full action. We finally get to answer the question, who would win in a fight? Yeah. Blank or blank? So, a question, actually. Mm -hmm. 
uh, of my co-producer or, or uh, my my co-host Mark. What mm-hmm. was the earliest tournament arc that you remember? Yu Yu Hakusho. I I knew I looked <laughs> into your eyes because you know what? That's my first one I remember too. Which I think for any older than us would probably say Dragon Ball. Not Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball, that's true. With like the, the fucking dude with kill you on the back of his right. coat. I'll kill you. I kinda want a jacket like that. I'll uh, fucking kill you. <laughs> And that's not, and that's assuming we're not even playing. We never played like fucking Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter. That doesn't count as like a. They had yet. they had movies. They, they <laughs> the did, whole movie is like, a tournament arc. Yeah, but but like you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, you well, you, you, you show yeah. underscore the dark tournament. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That whole long season. Oh God, yeah. At least they had, like, outer politics kind of playing into it, but even then it was just... Because it was always just, like, it was an excuse to kind of, like, slow down the plot. Mm-hmm. And to... Just show off badass fighting, because that's what people wanted. Yeah. That's the reason Dragon Ball's done so well for so long. It gives the people what it wants. Unrestricted, over-the-top fighting on planetary proportions. So, like, people want uh, Goku, like, with his uh, arms up in the air, screaming, Ah! The three episodes while making a giant light bright? <laughs> yes. But remember, you he can only make that light bright if you help. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> And that's only when they decide they actually need your help, because later he'll just create it by raising his hands and stealing the energy from everyone around. Remember, he did that with Frieza! I love audience participation. It's like, I would have loved it if Goku turned to the TV and said, I can only defeat Majin Buu if you help kids take your hands and put them in the TV and scream as loud as you can! And 15-year-old Michael put his hands up against the TV and started screaming with his eyes closed! And whereas 15-year-old Mark kind of groggily watched the TV because that showed on at 7.30 in the morning as I was trying to wake up for school. And I did nothing of the sort. Yeah, but I I definitely agree with you, which is, like, um, tournament arcs are kind of a staple in shonen, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, you know, it's it's not a shonen anime until there's the tournament arc. Because... They are easy and lazy, honestly. Yeah. All you are literally doing is spreading out fights for literally no good reason yeah. that they're having it. Like, I mean, friggin', you look back at Naruto, they're fucking tuning exam bullshit. Like, okay, the first part made sense. Try and steal info in a quote-unquote, like, information, like, show off your po- thing as a ninja. Made sense. Yeah. Second one, okay, it's you work as a team. Try and complete the objective. Makes sense. The third one. Okay, we're just just fight amongst yourselves. Just fight amongst yourselves. They're kid. supposed to be soldiers. What the? How great is that? Though? They work like, in teams. Even you're, you're in like an AP class, and the first thing is just like, all right, here's like the vocabulary terms. It's just like literally drag a line to the definition. And the second mm-hmm. one is like, all right, I want you all to like work in this like lab. You'll be in teams of five. Mm-hmm. And then like you do that, and then the end like the teacher's like, look <laughs> under your desk, and he's duct taped like a Bowie knife under it, <laughs> and like and, like it just says there can only be one, <laughs> and everybody's got one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly it was like I said this is example and that's back when Naruto was actually remembering that they were ninjas after that it just kind of turned into child soldiers with superpowers I mean that's the entire thing in Naruto yeah they're all just you, you, you don't think on that aspect the fact that they're like 15 or 14 and they're sent to war 
Your job is to escort this old man, who is possibly the target of many assassins, (laughs) and go, but we will give you your homeroom teacher to join you. Fantastic. That's That's what I've always ever wanted, ever since I was in preschool. To die in a grave before I reach puberty. Um, so, uh, like, this, yeah, like, the tournament arcs are, they're such a fucking drag. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, in some cases I kind of enjoy them. Oh, yeah, no, it, they're... It, it recaps that feeling, mm-hmm. uh, uh, which is, like, I, I think that's the main, uh, that's the main draw to having your character be, like, super strong and have a reason to not have them, like, reveal all like blow all of their load at the same time which mm-hmm. is like that feeling of it's like oh my god he's actually a badass mm-hmm. and then everybody doesn't realize that until like he lets off his super limit break power move mm-hmm. because it's like in a tournament arc you get that oh that satisfaction over and over again mm-hmm. but it's like very limiting returns it's yeah like, 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 like be real with me you like that feeling too right where it's i know this character and this fucking dipshit is talking shit to them and they're gonna get their faces kicked in. yes i do enjoy that and how long it takes them to get their face kicked in determines how much i'm going to enjoy it because if it takes more than like one or two punches or a single combo i get very annoyed yeah (laughs) because then it gets drawn out for five episodes like one punch man is like like that entire premise one punch man oh my god like i am so annoyed it took me so long to jump onto the one punch man bandwagon and i still haven't read the manga and i know i should i've read a bunch of it i i i like it i haven't gotten like so far in i'm kind of like on the precipice right now where i was like uh, about a year ago with berserker mm-hmm. it's like i i've read up to like before they they got into the inquisition arc when you're like really in on it and yeah. then you're riding that fucking dragon into the sky yeah no like one punch man it does everything that i want and it's like it does a commentary and everything that annoys everyone about anime yeah what you see but my backstory is i when two years ago i got injured in a plane crash and dr jero saved me and it, shut up tell me your backstory in two sentences or less <laughs> two sentences or less come on Come on, okay? We've all had dark past. I don't care. I don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> or, please let me train under you. No, I don't want you in my house. Can I, I've got rent. All right, fair enough. You can stay. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, going to that dark past thing, another, uh, another sip of the broth that I will take is it's like, um, we mentioned it earlier, but the most characterized characters right now are... Um, Bon, bon and King. King. Just because it's like we know what their entire thing is. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's very telling in an anime when you're not entirely sure what's going on with the main character and like the main girl. Because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, we get it. Melodious did something wrong in his past. We find out around like episode 10 in the tournament arc that an entire civilization is gone because of him. Or mm-hmm. maybe because maybe. of him. Maybe. And also yeah. for some reason he can't remember what literally has been they don't even make that clear the fact of like because he says he can't remember back to the last thing he remembers is freaking going to that freaking basically ugh, seeing the grandmaster dead and him accuse him being accused for doing it yeah and like so like uh, I, I feel like it's gonna be like that whole demon rage thing he has he went into like a whole thing of that but it's it's too long like you've you've already like 10 episodes in mm-hmm. and that's like way too long to disclose what's going on mm-hmm. with 
your main character. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you don't have to, like, blow your entire load, but you have to blow enough of it so we feel invested. The the main character keeps relevant. Because it's like, at this point, it's like, why aren't we just following Vaughn's story arc? Yeah, because honestly, I would have been just fine with that. It would have been. It would have been, like, a redemption story about how he's going to go back fucking replant the for the fairy forest make sure something like that doesn't happen again and then go into and the then, spirit realms and like bring her back or even then just take a, like a sadder ending would be like he is now the guardian over the forest now yeah because he's immortal now yeah and then like that's the rectification between him and king like king is i'm going to like take my place like uh, i'm going to take my place as the guardian and then Vaughn is like no I've never done anything good in my life I want to see something good come from other people mm-hmm. I will like I will keep watching and that's really good like that's yeah. bittersweet and stuff. Little, yeah, yeah. little we've told a better story than but, uh, uh, see but the fact that we can do this in such a short time of watching this series is an example of how much effort was put into Bond's backstory yeah. like we were given the perfect amount it didn't drag on too long two episodes two two or three episodes is fine for a character the fact that like some series will only give a character one ep- episode at best yeah really annoys me and shows they did not put enough care care into it they just literally thought okay crap we we're, we're running out of ideas you're just hey, gonna let's... be on board for the main character wagon mm-hmm. like in fucking one piece everybody gets a fucking season yeah yeah which i liked because everyone everyone should have a time to shine there's not a single character on like the fucking straw hats crew that i'm not invested in like for me a little bit though of uh, uh what's his face uh Frankie? Frankie, yeah. I, I actually, I, I like Frankie's arc just because I associate that with my favorite, like, arguably one of the the best arcs in One Piece, which mm-hmm. is the Water 7 arc. Oh, wait, is that the uh, secret the one agent where, ones with the giraffe man? Yeah, that's the one where the team, like, really comes together. And oh, I actually like, didn't watch that one. That one's, like, one of the, that's one, like, because uh, the, the big thing in that one is, like, U- Usopp has a falling out with uh, Luffy. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Usopp gets mugged when they they essentially are coming in with like their D and D loot, mm-hmm. and then Usopp gets mugged with <laughs> all of it, and they steal it, and he's like beaten an inch from his life. So Luffy finds out his friends just been like almost uh, been killed to death, and Sanji killed to death. <laughs> killed to death. <laughs> I'll kill you till you die. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Sanji, uh, Sanji, Luffy, and Zoro like just side at each other. And it's like what. Where did this happen? And they go over and they fucking wreck Frankie's gang. Mm-hmm. But then, like, Usopp's thing is, like, he feels weak and cowardly because, like, he couldn't even defend himself. So he goes rogue and then he turn- He comes back as the Sniper King. Oh, the Sun yeah. King? Yeah, that, that's his thing, the Sniper King. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, that's when his time to shine is when he, like, he falls in a place because he realizes, like, I'm not supposed to be a fighter. I'm the fucking sniper of this team. Mm-hmm. And then that's when, like, they get Nico Robin fully on their crew. Mm-hmm. And it's one of my favorite parts where they're, like, standing on the castle and, like, they find out what's been going on with Nico Robin and she's, like, gonna kill herself. Well, she's gonna, like, give herself up to, like, the world oh. government and they're gonna kill her. Mm-hmm. Like, on, like, uh, and she knows that. And then Luffy is just like, Robin, is that really what you want to do? Do you want to die? And then, like, Robin just looks at her. Like, uh, Robin just looks at Luffy from across and the sun starts to rise. And it's so fucking corny, but as the sun rises, like, each one of the One Team, uh, One Piece crew steps right next to <laughs> Luffy. And then, like, she starts to cry and the fucking world government official is like, you see that fucking flag flying over us? That means we're part of the world government. So 
if you take another fucking step, that means you declare war with the world. And like Luffy just like goes and looks over to Sanji, he's like, Sniper King. And he's like, yeah, shoot down that flag. And he fucking sets it on fire and everybody's like, oh! And it's so good. It's like so corny, but it's like, that is like the, the that's the peak golden standard for like fucking badassery to me. It's just like, you will declare war on the world and like Luffy's just like shoot down that flag that is the one thing I do love about One Piece yeah. is, and I can appreciate that is just because of how stupid he is he is so straight to the point about who who he is as a character yeah. like anyone who would second guess themselves kind of thing like no just do it I've got my I already know what I'm what we're doing and he's and he's like self-aware too where, where, to a degree yeah to, to a degree because it's like Luffy admits it's like I'm a dumb asshole that's why I have these friends because if it weren't for them I'd be dead that's kind of like wearing the shonen button like right on it it's yeah. like you know I'm kind of a one-dimensional character and that's why I need these other assholes with me and even then it's like later on because you already know most of Luffy backstory when they fully go into his fucking art after his brother gets mm -hmm. murdered mm -hmm. you're like oh shit <laughs> sorry no god I'm just remembering something else again the story you must tell yeah. well, a story of your misogyny it keeps jumping back into my mind I'm which one? <laughs> you're a psychic fellow oh god <laughs> So fucking all right. So we were playing Only War, and in Only War, everybody's a terrible character. So I just decided to be like a fucking medieval wizard. And at one point, we were accused for like heresy. No, like, it was more. You were yelling at someone about is yelling about something. Oh, like, yeah, like, we all we we all have mutations. Yeah, it's it, it, it <laughs> like I'll, I'll turn you into the commissar for mutations. And it's like you're going to turn us in for mutations. Look around. <laughs> I have a hump. This one has freakishly small hands that one can't form a sentence and this one's a woman <laughs> to like our commissar who is clearly a woman and i'm like pointing at my npc character <laughs> the commissar is a woman the commissar is not a woman she's a lady <laughs> I find one of my favorite moments. <laughs> the commissar's got a woman. She's a lady. <laughs> Waggles with her eyebrows. I don't. I, I don't mean. I don't mean to be purposely misogynist. I just want you all to know that that these are all empty bellows. <laughs> and I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so uh oh. detracting from that um <laughs> back back to our uh, main topic uh oh my god so highlights oh what do you what do you like what's what's your fish cakes that okay you, you, you really uh liked in the series all right we've already gone over bond and actually his whole backstory kind of stuff yeah we got uh, uh, Hel Helgriff and his character. Oh, I've got, right, those yeah. two are my biggest fish cakes out of this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. The other one are... There are scenes. There's, like, good there scenes. There are yeah. some good scenes, and I think the one I'm going to say is Michael's by far his favorite scene. So, yeah, so there's a... In the tournament arc, uh, Diane, who's the giantess, gets turned regular size because she, like, crushes a mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> she reverse <laughs> Mario's. <laughs> uh, but, like, she's fighting uh, one of the Holy Knights, which is, 
like this pompadour dude. Uh, with tornadoes. Yeah, with tornadoes. I've already forgotten his name. I'm just going to no call him No one cares. <laughs> um, but like the, the entire joke with him is like he turns out to be like an okay dude, even though he looks like... Because you know in anime, what you look like is shorthand for who you are. Like, pretty much. Do you have but, the hero's hey, haircut? Hey, no, remember... Sh no, we can't say anything about that. You remember the series Shaman King? Partially. The fucking samurai dude. I, I have With his actually... pompadour that grows and evolves as the series goes on. Okay. It started... Hey, right. Yes. But, but like, you, you, you know what I mean, though? It's, like, usually when you see a delinquent character, they've mm -hmm. got the pompadour or that stupid haircut. And you leave you leave Kuobara alone. He is precious. <laughs> Kuobara is great. Kuobara does shit. And he loves that witch woman. <laughs> she's not a witch. She's a demon. Remember, she's an ice demon because she's Hiei's sister. That's double awesome. Yeah. And that just makes it even greater the fact that Hiei's sister has a crush on Kuobara and they have, they're possibly going to have a nice loving relationship. Possibly the ugliest character on fucking Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> and I'm talking about... Like, we're to, in, hey, hey, to be fair, his competition is ridiculous. He has to deal with you with Hakusho's main character status of just ba uh, bad boy looks. He had short Hiei in his near, you like, sociopath. Has a pompadour. Yes, that's that's right. It's Kuobara. Yeah. And then you have fucking Karama, the, which every girl dropped her panties for uh, the, in the early... The in the edgelords, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, uh, he wasn't the edgelord. He, Hiei was the edgelord. That's right. Oh, no, the fox boy. Yeah, yeah. Kuobara was your, was your gentlemanly fox boy. Had rose whips. You know mm -hmm. why that was a rose whip, right? Because he snapped up those flowers. <laughs> <laughs> he plucked them right out. Um, when poor Kubara was what was left. Yeah. He that is that is literally bringing that is bringing a bulldog to a corgi contest. <laughs> this poor. That'd still be pretty cute. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be pretty cute. I what you, you say? You're not gonna walk up to a bulldog that has but a little he, cardboard sign that says "Best Corgi" on it. And it's a line of corgis. But he—that's the thing, though. He is just—that is just—that is pity points, and he—it is like one of those points of where you are so ugly, it is cute again, just like pugs. Yeah, okay, I think that's what I was thinking of, like a pug dog. Yeah. Uh, uh, bulldogs are just uh, kind of. What were we talking about? <laughs> uh, so yeah, so like uh, the the jet, the, this tornado character gets mm -hmm. into off uh, is fighting Diane, and like the first thing is like he, he he's like oh you you gotta button up your shirt because I don't want to keep looking at your chest while we're fighting because I feel like it's inappropriate, and like the referee gets like oh really is he such a boy scout with a person with a face like that? And, like, <laughs> like, what hey? This also being one of his one of the villain superiors. Yeah yeah, <laughs> but, but like he. he he starts like uh, shooting tornadoes and fists at her, and he's like, "Why don't you lay back and let my fists do all like all the work? I'll make you feel like you're flying in the air." <laughs> and then it like just pans over to Melodius, and he's like, "That guy's amazing. Everything he says is sexual." <laughs> and that's, like, the best line. In the yeah. I guess the other one for me is just is the introduction of uh, of Bon re meeting with his old boss. 
of yeah. Melodius, of where it's kind of those moments of where, because the only other scene we've seen before them is oh, yeah. Bon being yeah, a yeah. pushy bastard yeah. and actually getting him to the point of pissing off his boss. Yeah. To the point of where he almost killed, he actually hurt an immortal. Yeah. And it turns into like going, oh god, something like, you better stand behind me. And he goes, patty cake, patty cake, patty cake. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, the you've never seen two, these two the Giants. straightest straight men ever straightening an arrow to shoot across a straight in a straight land heterosexuality just slamming fists and putting their hands on each other, ripping away at their clothes, just like the boys do. And I, oh my god. I guess the other reason I'm thinking back to that reason. I really like that scene too. Yeah, that was great. And they destroy a castle. They destroy, they destroy the By bullshit quote unquote. Yeah. yeah, they destroy the bullshit quote unquote bad guys super impenetrable shields. Super figure, yes, dogs. we've taken care of the main characters by locking them in a prison with a force field. Ha <laughs> And they break it through saying hi. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think one of the other things I really liked was the fact that I really do... Bon reminds me of a Naruto character, unfortunately, as the other immortal, literally even back down to the gray slick back hair. Oh, God. Who was in a... Who I I enjoy way more than I probably should of the only character amongst all these bullshitty, like, like abilities, kind of like yeah. this ball Rossengen. All he had to, had to his name was a single, like, set of moves that he had to use every single time that were forced by so many rules... That would turn him into a living voodoo doll. <laughs> but he also... But the only other thing going for him is he had, like, Bond's immortality, essentially. Yeah, like... But oh, oh, he had the shitty version. His head gets chopped off and he's just sitting there going, Hey, can someone help? Yeah, oh, oh we forgot to mention this about Bond. But Bond, uh, um, like, the fairy forest gets attacked by, like, a demon. And, like, the late... The... the his his new his the fountain of youth is guarded by like the fairy princess or whatever, yeah. but or the lady of the wood. Yes, yeah. but basically, short form of it, short form of it that would save some time. He is immortal because he was given the waters of the fountain of youth. Yeah, but it turns him undead, so he's just got like Wolverine grade regeneration times it's, ten. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. It's like his version's ridiculous. I like the flow of immortality. You chop off someone's sounds like oh crap. Could you give that back, please? Shit, fuck yeah. <laughs> Come back here. Yeah. So, um, it's more like Deadpool regeneration, I guess. Yeah. Oh, we totally forgot like the main part of like fucking shonen things, which is like each character gets a power. Oh, that's what I was saying earlier. Yeah, Everyone yeah. is special. Everyone's a snowflake. Oh yeah, but like, and there's uh, no explanation as to why. Yeah, just to go back to it, it's like uh, Melo- uh, Melodius's uh, big power is he's got counter magic, so he can like reflect whatever you throw back at him. Given it's a magical attack, uh, which twofold. see that's what I'm okay with. If you're if you're willing to tell something like that, or like. You basically give clear limits on what you can do. Yeah. That's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Like for like Fullmetal Alchemist, alchemy, they always had to give everything is based kind of in science. Yeah. Well, as in like magic science. Magic science, yeah. and it has specific rules. Yeah. See, this like, is more like going, okay, she has earth magic. Why? Because she's a giant. Are yeah, there other yeah. giants? Yeah, Diane has like earth magic because she can shoot that in giants. Uh, Vaughn, we don't know where Vaughn's like snatch power came from. Or any explanation yeah. as to why. The and... only power that like even closely makes sense is like uh, Kings because he's a fairy and he's got like essentially like a legendary epic item. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's literally all he is. He is min maxed into using this weapon. Yeah. And then you have freaking. <sighs> 
I guess, and then every other heroic knight, they don't explain why. Like, yeah. pink, ha- pink-haired douchebag has lightning powers. Why? He's yeah, a... Gilga Thunder. Oh, God, mm-hmm. what a fucking story. And then we had freaking yeah. all these weird mass dudes who had, like, half-ass powers. Like, the guys <laughs> were kind of, like, going, we'll give one control of bugs, invisibility. Yeah. Um, yeah illusion like... magic, but it only works if he's got his bell. Yeah. <clears throat> eh. That and one spikes. guy can stab people. Exactly. <laughs> there was literally no, no thought put into them. Yeah. And even, like... How great of a D&D character would that be where it's, like, you take fighter just so you can take all the taking abilities, but, like, all of the... You have... You multiclass into thief, so the entire point is, like, you slowly walk towards <laughs> an enemy and they're, like, <laughs> pinging away at you and you've got, like, a one-shot kill with, like, a dagger, so you've essentially built, like, Jason the D&D <laughs> character in full play. That's actually a really cool idea yeah. to which I kind of want to make you, now. You've like backed a guy into a corner and she's like, oh my god, and he's like shooting arrows at you. And it's like, <laughs> That's what I, I like that, honestly. I guess that is one of the things I do kind of like, and I can't I guess that kind of fits with Bond or whenever they make quote unquote immortal characters, yeah. is because they usually have one trick and their immortality lets them pull off this bullshit. But, but, like, the thing with Bond's character is that he's, he's already got, like, a super ability next to that, which mm-hmm. I thought was pretty cool because it, uh, it, it, it ties into his entire theme of a thief, which mm-hmm. is he's Snatch. And at first it's like, oh, you can just, like, pull objects. Then it's like you find out he can, like, use it. To like, pull your, like, physical out. strength. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, like, it, it, like, we were talking about this where it's like it, the more abstract it gets, the cooler it gets. Because yeah. it's like, I steal this item. Then I can, like, hit you with something and steal your heart. Literally, like, rip it out of your chest. Mm-hmm. And then later he's actually able to steal strength from you. What, that, that's what I say is when you're putting thought into a character. Yeah. And that, in my opinion, if you want to make a shonen character that like this with some weird, like, power, you get you got to basically sit down and think, okay... We've given him this ability. How can we like stretch the limits of this? Exactly. Of, that would kind of and without people going woo. Like when they explain all of Bond's crap, I was going okay. I mean that makes sense yeah. as much as anything else in this stupid world. And like <clears throat> freaking what's his face? Uh, Hellgriff, the only other character that I like. His ability was kind of like Snatch, but he pretty much makes a point, and everyone can give him power. Yeah. Basically, like, kind of loan him power. Yeah, it's a a consensual version of Snatch, and I was like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, Yeah. and then you have the big baddie who's been hiding behind the lines this whole time. Yeah, he can have some of mine, too. Aha! Yeah, Napoleon, yeah. yeah. Um, So... I win! I win! (laughs) Oh, dear, the giant woman has a giant hammer. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, run. Yeah, but, um... Yeah, there's some, like, good flex and fish cakes of, like, really, like, genuinely funny stuff. Like we Genuinely funny. Yeah. The other thing that this does bring into, but, like, only in this one character that a lot of shonen animes don't really bring into is, like, intelligent bad guys. Yeah. Like, most ones they either say are intelligent or merely intelligent because they said so. Yeah. Which is a really annoying trope to me. Like, that happened in Death Note, literally, with their the Death Note movie we had just reviewed last time. Oh, yeah. In which they're literally saying, why is Light smart? Because he is. Because he is. You gotta show, you can't tell. Like, freaking, there's a villain, one of the early villains, Gulia, I think her name is? Gilia. Yeah. Gilia. And her whole time, like, like, until now, the Holy Knights have been kind of meh. Meh. Like, you saw the first pink-haired dude, who we know is gonna be a recurring villain, being kind of strong but yeah. literally the entire fight he was kind of being thrown on his ass despite the fact what happens later yeah. and then you have 
these weird mass people who have nothing. Yeah. And then you have Gulia, who comes out of nowhere, who basically goes, so... How do I get to the to the next world? You kind of have to do. You kind of have to give your memory, huh? Wait, I got an idea. I'll, and pretty much kills herself right yeah. there <laughs> to put, go into the afterlife to kill them, There's, which yeah, like, in itself is kind of badass. Going, hmm, they've gone to the afterworld. I'll kill myself to take them down. Wait, what? Just she's got like personality. I kind of I kind of don't like the anime trope of like the living computer character which yeah. is just like you know computation it's like i understand like i've already analyzed your moves oh yeah. i don't like that but the fact that like most of the animation budget literally went into this girl's like fight yeah. scene yeah 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 like she came off as <coughs> enough of a badass for like i wanted her to be a recurring character no like she's definitely like i like her as a character i'm just like I- i'm tired of like the trope of like oh, the pol- polymath uh, yeah, polymath, the one who oh, I've seen it once. I now know your moves. Yeah, which in it, in retrospect, she didn't kind of do. It was just more of she was skilled enough to like. Well, well not like the the polymath she, power, just like the, no, the way the, the character car- acts. Like oh. that, I I hate that kind of like speech thing where like it's like, I ain't. to show I'm smart, I'm going to narrate everything, and I'm going to narrate it like I'm yeah. breaking down a science formula. Yeah, yeah, that was annoying, and then. Oh god, and that just reminded me of that fucking terrible, like, background, like, sad sequence they're telling while Gulia is pulling off the. They're giving her this amazing fight cutscene. Oh. This oh, other, I like, you were background. talk about, like, fucking Jericho and, like, the scene where she comes back and, like, fights. Uh, oh my god, um, like. Oh god, that was really rapey. Like, uh, I was like, I, I forgot like, this about is, that. Like, one of the most is th- uh, lordiest things. Because it's like, uh, so. It Jericho was, was, like, a throwaway character in the beginning that, like, it, she's essentially there to show how much of a badass Vaughn is. Because she hits him with his strongest, or with her strongest attack. And he's just like, oh, and he's God. Taking uh, the yeah, it's he, just, like, he makes him beautiful and stylish. Yeah. And then, like, he pins her to a wall and he steals all her clothes. He steals all her clothes because <laughs> he's convinced that she she's not ready to be a knight or something like that. Well, like, he also thinks she's a man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, um... Like, in his head, oh, he's God. just, like, being, like, you know, a regular asshole. Yeah. Um, and then later, like, she comes back because, like, her entire motivation is, like, I was humiliated by this as well. It's like, okay, that's good motivation. She doesn't realize, <sighs> like, I, I don't know if it's, like, better or worse that he didn't realize that you were a girl. Yeah. But, like, her, see- her what she said, though, I can't. I can't remember it well enough to repeat it accurately. Oh, or the but way like she, what she said is... The she, way she said it was pretty much the bad, scary way a rape victim is finally confronting their rapist. Yeah, yeah so, yeah, that's what like, it made it seem like. So she she eventually, she drinks a bunch of demon blood, she gets hella strong, she, like... Gets uh, hella crazier. Yeah, she, like, pins him to a wall, and then she kicks him down, and uh, she basically, cool. it's like, oh, I thought you were, like, I thought you were a man. I, I didn't know you were into, like, cross-dressing. It's like, well, I, like, I dressed like a man because I felt weak. I get, like, after, like, after meeting you, though, I became strong. In a way, you're the person who made me a woman. And then, like, she, she's got blood splattered on her face, and she takes her thumb and wipes it over her lips, and now she's got, like, sexy lipstick. It's like, I hope it's time for you now, to, like, it's time for you to take responsibility for what you've done. I'm like, like this is <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. That's like, I, I think I've heard this in a rape hentai or something. God, it, it, it was. was like, it, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, if they had like shifted the words a little bit and mm-hmm. like the scene, it would actually have been really cool. Yeah, yeah, but instead it was really creepy and unsettling. It, it, it came off where it's like, 
these these two characters, which I think the gag they're trying to go for is it's like he like he doesn't realize he doesn't what see he, her as a warrior and well no it's not he doesn't see her as a well, warrior yeah, he, sees her he as doesn't a barber. see her as a woman like he he didn't he doesn't realize because he's kind of also dumb he doesn't realize that he's fighting a lady mm-hmm. that's why he was like i didn't realize like you were in a cross dressing and that's yeah. why she says that because she's like i'm a woman mm-hmm. yeah um, and, and then, like, she thinks it's, like, he's doing that to, like, piss her, like, piss her off. Like, mm-hmm. because, like, he, like, uh, she thinks, he thinks less of her because she's a woman. Mm-hmm. But really, he's just stupid. Yeah. Um. Which I, I can respect. Oh, no, actually, no. It's just, I, I lost what I was going to say, and that was just, yeah, that it, whole scene was just so It was creepy, just, like, so it? weird. Like, there's cool visuals in it. And, like, there's cool components in it that uh, if the elements were just shifted around a little bit, it would have been really neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, oh, if I... Sorry, no, I'm, I was trying to see if... But you pretty much got that line, like, spot on. Because yeah. oh, I remember God. that. I was like, I wonder what Mark would think of that. Because I think, like, this is the kind of girl that Mark would choose for Waifu of the Week. By the way, Mark, getting into that Okay, we're getting... <laughs> What's that? Of... The sirens! The sirens! <laughs> they come for the you! Week. The Inquisition has come and they demand answers! Alright, who's Waifu of the Week, Mike? I'm gonna say, I think Diane. Fuck you, that's my <laughs> I get first dibs, Michael. Ha! <laughs> let, let me break it down why Diane's like best girl in this mm-hmm. anime. In, uh, in six points. Okay, number one. She, number two, is oh, no. number three. Uh, number four, a fucking giantess. That's six points where it's one <laughs> sentence because she's so big. She's a giantess. That's fucking rad. <laughs> moving past her outer looks aspect. I, uh, okay, so uh, moving past her outer looks, I like her better as like the girl character in the shonen than Elizabeth because mm-hmm. Elizabeth so much so is a dumb bitch. I'm yes. sorry, but uh, here's the thing. But, okay, here's the yeah. thing we're agreeing on. You know who we've voted for? You want to know who we've freaking voted for? We have voted. We have both voted for our same waifu of the week that we did in Nisekoi. That's true. Yeah. Oh God, why am I? I'm blanking on that word. Orange hair. Mar- Marika. Yes, Marika. We have chosen the Marika of the series. Yeah. Well, I think it's like part of it is because it's like I'm so sick of the fucking Kabuki dancing. These characters have to go. It's like, yeah. Does he like me? Does he not? Well, here's gosh, the- let me steam over this for like. 50 seasons and then keep throwing a fucking lead every once or twice. Okay, so let me break down why I do not like Elizabeth. So first of all, <laughs> yeah. So so first of all, the widow of the week, I guess. Yeah, widow, the widow of the week. Prepare to be a widow or motherfucker. So, okay. So, to break it down, Diane is supposed to be, like, the girl character in a shonen. Usually when a girl character is inserted into a shonen, she's given a power. She's given some sort of plot device. The only plot device that she has is kind of like that princess plot device where it's like, look you at this. You said Diane. Or, I'm sorry. Uh, Elizabeth. Uh, sorry. Elizabeth. Sorry. Yeah, you, you you confused me there for a yeah. bit. So, let, let me, like, Elizabeth is kind of like a shitty, like, a lady character 
for a, a couple of reasons. So well, one of the first ones that I realized is like the main character literally is introduced to this character and the first thing he does is like fucking grope her while she's asleep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are you fucking really going to start off with this bullshit? <laughs> so usually in other animes when like uh, there is a lecherous character who's also a playboy, they're treated like shit. Mm-hmm. Like Sanji... Uh, that entire anime that revolves around, like, that teacher who's, like, it, it's essentially stand and deliver but Japanese, and the teacher wants to, like, touch, the, like, the girl students because they have big titties. But he's not allowed to do that because that's wrong, and the students actively hate him for that. Even though Wait, at the end, the a teacher who's, um... Oh, great, GTO. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great teacher. Yeah, was... like, like, think about it, and, like, I, I actually like that about anime, because it's, like, in other, uh, in Western media, like, the dude who is, like, a playboy usually gets all the ladies. Because, mm-hmm. um, uh, if you think about, like, how harem and about how that character works, the mm-hmm. harem character never wants to be in the harem, or it's, mm-hmm. like, he's too chaste to be in the harem, mm-hmm. so that kind of shows a little bit off of Japanese sensibilities. It's, like, you know, wait your time, you know? It'll pop off eventually like don't like don't be an asshole and that's you, you know what on paper that's yeah. good you, you know that's that, that's good advice don't be like this dude who's running around trying to grab ass all the mm-hmm. time look he's got like fucking pineapples over his head because girls keep hitting him mm-hmm. not in a good way like assault mm-hmm. <laughs> but like if you take that if you take that characteristic out of the equation, then you just have, like, this really weird relationship between the main characters. Like, every other episode has, like, Melodia's fucking molesting Diana. Yeah. And she's just like, oh, no. And I'm like, this is weird to watch. And yeah. she is so passive and subservient about it. She it's just like- takes it. She doesn't even fight back. Yeah, it's, like, upsetting. And then it's like, if it's not what a main, like... Men shouldn't do that mm-hmm. at all, but in the scope of anime where this is okay under circumstances, it's like, this is okay for a secondary or tertiary character, mm-hmm. not for a main character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if if you would made Vaughn do that, that makes sense. If you had introduced another character who's lust who does that, mm-hmm. that makes perfect sense. But then you have, they do give the actual opposite of this. We have the, we have the neckbeard white knight in yeah. this series. Who is my widow of the week? But at the same time, a little bit of like, I, there is parts that I like to him. Yeah. Being that they show that he is neckbeard, and that is king yeah. because this this giant man child, who I can literally call a man child, has is literally trying to white knight Diana so hard, despite and it's not like in like it's kind of one of those things of where you kind of expect like I was kind of expecting like okay. Obviously, Melodius is going to go for Elizabeth, and Diana is just going to like kind of choose her, choose the one who actually l- likes him, yeah, likes her. But like now, they've introduced the Pompadour character, yeah, and they seem to have a pretty decent dynamic, at least with each other, yeah. Like so, I, I hope that, know, that later it might turn out to be it's like a respect between enemies thing. Yeah, but honestly, I wouldn't mind if they got together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, this main, this character is so white knight to the point of where. You're kind of ignore like this is one of the problems I have with the fucking white knight culture kind of thing. Yeah, is that you have such a this fake high esteem for women that you don't see them at all for who they actually are. You, you put them up too high on a pedestal. Yep. Yeah. And freaking Diana, Diana, 
there are things she wants that that many guys also want. Yeah. <laughs> and she's been trying to get it this whole time with the, with the captain. Very straightforward. When she turns into a regular person, she, like, lifts her skirt. It's like, come on, come on. Let's we, do listen, it we can finally do it. There's nothing holding us back. You can do what you do to Elizabeth with me. And, like, when I was like... This is nasty. But at the same time, let's be honest. She's been lusting over that over that tiny ass for how many decades? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, yeah, like, I understand that, but it's, like, the words, it's like, so you're aware that he's fucking molesting, like, the other party member. Mm-hmm. And, Which is part of the reason there is definitely some crazy in there. Yeah. But it, it's just, like... I don't like that, especially for a main female character, uh, for Elizabeth to just be, like, so passive. Because it's like, that is a weird... I hope that doesn't become, like, a trend in, like, future shonen and anime. No, because the current trend is wanting to fuck your little sister. Yeah, that's (laughs) also true. Which, Which actually, strangely enough, this season, which we should talk about, there are actually a lot of little romance series that came out that are a lot better, apparently. Oh, what, with least, your sister? No, no, just plain romance series. Okay, cool. Thank Not God. fucking your sister. Like, one of them I do want us to watch is Zure Zure Children. Okay. In which it kind of shows a bunch of high school relationships, but it shows more of the awkwardness and stupidity that kids have. Okay, yeah. That actually kids have. Like, the ones that we actually had, like, for instance, Not like... Not this bullshit boilerplate anime shit. Like, between... An argument... And a misunderstanding happens between two, like, people who like each other. Yeah. And they're trying to, like, one of them, you're trying to wait, after you've texted them, you're waiting for that answer. Oh, fuck. And then on the other side of it, she, um, on the other side of what's going on, she, the reason she hasn't responded is because she accidentally dropped her phone in the bathtub. Okay. And is trying to bring it back to life, but for the guy, it's like, going, God, he must, she must really, really hate me oh, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, and it's you like, know what makes that worse? Hmm? <laughs> The little fucking notifications on messages now that just says oh my, red. Oh yeah. my god, yes. So it's like, you know, you, you got that thing where it's like, oh, they haven't responded and it just said delivered. Okay, they haven't seen it yet. Oh, thank god. But, but, yeah. you respond, red, and oh, it's like no. three hours ago, you're fucking sweating. You're like, oh, oh my god, you thumbed yeah. your bow tie. It's like, oh god, mm-hmm. it's divorce, isn't it? It's divorce! <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Oh my but, god. And like, and by the end of it, uh, they finally resurrect the phone real fast. Gives the call. Hi. Like they finally call, like he calls her and just in time for her phone to resurrect. Like hi. And then her phone finally dies for good. Oh. And no. he's like, fuck it. No, she hung up on me. What the fuck? Oh no. And then it's just like that kind of like awkwardness and stupidity that kids have. Yeah. Like it. It showed it in a more honest form to which like. A lot of animes I can't stand do, in which I think we've discussed this before. When animes treat kids in relationships as mature adults in relationships, yeah, exactly, in perfect little relationships without any of the kind of issue, the quirks that like most like freaking sitcoms these days of real things that people yeah. kind of like get the into sloppy arguments. hand handling of each other's lips when you're trying to kiss, mm-hmm. the ununderstanding un- of what like public displays of infection like affection make other people uncomfortable. Yep. Uh, like you know, trying to fucking like thinking yourself pushing so yourself fun. trying to be trying to seem like a good boyfriend without while still trying like listen I kind of want us to have sex yeah <laughs> <laughs> just I want to have sex but I gotta be a gentleman like you you wait know, for her to make the first move like no or I should make the first move and oh god I we tr- oh god we've just 
but my nose hit her eye, and now the oh, first yeah. kiss is fucked up. Uh. Oh yeah, it, it, it's like that stupid idea of it's like you know it's your first kiss, everything has to be perfect. It's like it's never fucking perfect. Oh. You're gonna do it in the fuck of a, in the back of a fucking muni bus, and a homeless man is gonna like jeer you, and he's like, "You call that a fucking kiss? Bring her over here, I'll show you a kiss," and then you leave. <laughs> but okay. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a little real there, Michael. <laughs> so, uh, so fucking... Yeah, Elizabeth's character is just, like, too weird to be, like, a female lead because she's just too passive to, like, being treated in this way. And, like, she doesn't have, a, like... Well, to our knowledge right now, she doesn't have a superpower. And she's essentially just a plot... Like, she's just, like, a plot device... To show other characters, it's like, oh, I should probably step up to the plate because, like, the weak woman over there mm-hmm. can't, who can't pick up a spear is going to try and fight my fight. Yeah. So it's like, I don't like that. Neither do I. Yeah. And this is a very, very common trope as well. Yeah. Of the weak, of course, 90% of the time, female character. Yeah. Trying to um, basically, everyone else is either tired, giving up, or not caring. Yeah. Is she and their their call to their call to action is the weak one has now lifted up her sword or trying her best. Yeah, and it's ridiculous. It's because it, it like you know the the modern subtext of that now is just like you know oh women are weak. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they have to be protected. That, that That's why I like that One Piece arc with, like, Usopp. Because Usopp's the weakest link yeah. on the crew. Like, Usopp... Okay, so, putting everything aside, Usopp and Nami are, like, the weakest in the One Piece crew mm-hmm. pre-Water 7 arc. Like, they don't necessarily have oh, anything... Pre, to, pre- pre-Water 7 when things pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, like, pre-time skip. Because they don't necessarily have any powers. Like, Nami hasn't got, like, the rod yet or, like, figured out how to use it. Well, she's mm-hmm. just, like, the ship's navigator. Usopp's just, like, this asshole who's decided to, like, hang around and see the world. Mm-hmm. Up until that point where he realizes his mouth fucking cashed a check that he couldn't, like, his, like... He gets a shit be kicked out of him. <laughs> and then, like, you, you realize, like... Or at least me personally, I relate with Usopp more than any other of the characters in One Piece. I can't fucking stretch my arms. I don't have infinite stamina like Luffy. I'm not a badass like Zoro or Sanji. I'm Usopp. I'm the dude who talks big shit and then tries to like live up to the big shit. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna happen to me. I'm gonna get my <laughs> shit kicked in. And that's when you had like the vulnerable character, and that's how you use it well. Mm-hmm. When the vo- like the weakest link in the crew, who's the one of the well-meaning, is totally totally like cut down and that's a call to action to everybody because mm-hmm. it's like that's our friend and mm-hmm. like he's a weakest like and they use that too as a plot point like that's also Usopp's like motivation to it's like I'm gonna be like the sniper king because I can't face my captain because mm-hmm. I'm too humiliated because like I can't accept myself as part of a crew if I'm useless I still love by the end of, isn't it like by by towards those like current set point in the but series yeah, the he scale, has the, no ripped. well it's not that he has the highest bounty of everyone because of weird moments which make him seem rise to power like freaking chop the not chopper uh the the pirate uh yeah. the clown pirate does yeah, yeah, yeah of which like circumstances have arisen to the point of where they are now seen as the most dangerous crew member of them all yeah 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 it's great <laughs> i thought that was like my favorite uh for fucking uh whatchamacallit uh, from the Dressrosa arc yeah. of when he of when uh, God, what was his name? Uh, yeah, Don Quixote announces to everyone, "Bring me the heads of these people, and I will give you two like 
two billion berries for this right, one. Yeah. One billion berries. Yeah. One hundred billion yeah. berries. You bring it here. Because Usopp's the guy who, because uh, he's the one who knocked out uh, sugar. Sh uh, sugar. Who like uh, who disrupted him, all of his mind control. Yeah, control. So his, like clever plan of turning everybody into toys was suddenly like knocked out. Which was amazing in itself. I just, oh my god, I guess. Hard to, I, I don't know what about this, but it satisfies me so much and rem reminds me of like what I usually enjoy, especially in our tabletop games. Yeah. Like bullshit that happens. Yeah. Like there's no way anyone could have predicted this. There's no way anything that there was no way this would normally happen. But the dice have declared it so And you play it out. Yeah. And you have to play it out. <laughs> like that moment in which still once again so going back to our stupid tabletop storytelling, yeah. the most serious, like, the most grimdark, serious game setting I have ever played in with these guys, probably next to World of Darkness, and even then, that got really silly and stupid. Yeah. Like, the silliest and stupid stuff comes from the most serious ones, which is, in itself is amazing. Yeah, and it's like, you can use it. That's actually what I thought this, um... What I want to see in an anime that I'm probably... Like, it's probably out there. It probably exists. I just have to find it. Is just, like, the idea for this anime, which is, like, the main character... If all of the seven deadly sins mm -hmm. were, like, Vaughn and, Mathi and, Mel and Melodius and Diane, and they were just kind of, like, these bumbling, powerful idiots mm -hmm. that are well-meaning... And, like, the Holy Knight Order are all these fucking edgelords. Mm -hmm. And, like, the setting is, like, Warhammer 40k or Warhammer <laughs> Fantasy. And then you just have, like, these seven assholes who are dressed, like, aesthetically they look different from everybody else. <laughs> like, and one of them like, is, like, a half space marine in which they've got, like, they've got the giant shoulders, yeah. but everything else is normal. Like, that's all that's left of his armor. Yeah, no, no, they look like fucking JoJo's Bizarre Adventure yes. characters in, like, 40k and they're like whipping everybody's ass like i would want i would eat that shit up because it's like that's such a good gag but here's the thing we have that and you want you want to know what it's called it's called one punch man and that is the that's moral it. of the story of this whole series go watch one punch man <laughs> yeah. it's better <laughs> go watch one punch man and fucking one piece yes yeah, well yeah. that one I, I i wouldn't wish upon many of my enemies <laughs> what? Having to watch One Piece. I watched It's it. a great series, but it's so long. Yeah. Yeah, or, or be like me and get to like a, a really low point in your life and like catch <laughs> up with the entire series in a span of a month. <laughs> like from episode one all the way to 656 at the time. Now, at, let's think of it this way. Three episodes is about an hour. Yeah. Um... So that took you 200 hours, yeah. therefore actually, 100 days. And, day, and almost I, cheat, I cheated a little bit because I, I looked up and like skipped all the episodes that were uh, recap episodes. Because One Piece falls under like the, the deadly sin of fucking recap episodes. Oh, like right up to the Water 7 arc, which is my favorite <sighs> arc, there's seven filler episodes for each of the characters, which is just their backstory. And it's like, just in case you forgot who these characters are right before they're about to do some really sick shit. And this, this literally, Mark, happens after that scene I told you that was super badass where it's like, shoot down that flag and then they all do that hero leap to get to the other thing and there's like i can't wait for the fucking next episode and then the one piece theme plays is like, in case you forgot monkey d luffy and oh. it's literally for every character there are seven 
episodes of like this is monkey d luffy this is roronora zoro <laughs> yeah like it just goes and then and then after all the characters there's a recap episode of what's currently happening in the entire <laughs> arc that is an ex- a that's strong eight epi- that's eight episodes that is, an eight, that is an example of what you should so never do filler, yeah oh my god uh, and do they rehash same same animations yes no, like absolutely zero new content for eight episodes like it's literally it's like when the water seven arc happens there's widescreen format tvs mm-hmm. when you do the recap they have to do like one piece graphics on the side because the old footage what? has to be on the square tv oh my god it's so bullshit i made it i sat through two episodes of that i almost gave up because i was like fuck this bullshit and then i realized it's like Wait, this is the internet. All the episodes are pre-recorded. So I pulled up like the Wikipedia episode of One Piece, and I found out all of the like all of the recap and filler episodes, and I just skipped those. That's what pro pro life tip. If you're gonna watch One Piece, do that. Just skip See, all the recap. Episodes. But here's the thing that I, I also recommend doing on do on that kind of logic, and it's something amazing which I found online. Yeah. For instance, like you want to remember like that cool fight scene between like l- let's say Luffy and freaking uh, crocodile. Crocodile. On YouTube, there are some geniuses who went out there, took all the episodes in which that fought, fight took place, edited out all the the fill in bullshits, Great, and yeah. just kept together the whole fight sequence. That's fantastic. And their talks between each other is like going. This is perfect, and it, and it spans out usually to be like at most like forty minutes. Yeah. And this is like a week long fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like going, oh my god, why don't they? This is an example of what you should be doing. Yeah, and uh, to to that point, um, I know we've been comparing One Piece and Berserk and like better <laughs> much higher quality anime, series. But the point is, it's like these animes are animes we feel like have done it well. Like mm-hmm. given to your point where it's like everybody's a special snowflake and they have one power. Mm-hmm. Like you know, One Piece is, like does that too. Mm-hmm. But the thing with One Piece is the entire thing of like with the boss fight is like how is rubber gonna beat x yes how is rubber going to like do this that's yeah how, that's how you treat it yeah like the entire thing with it like uh crocodile's arc was like luffy's powers can't work because he's a, a logia type which replaces his body and gives it like the the it's made of that yeah. so it's sand it's a mo- yeah yeah and then you find out it's like crocodile's weaknesses is it's it's uh, water. So it's like once you you hit him with water, it becomes solidified and he can't like move it around because mm-hmm. it has to be dry. So and like Luffy's thing was like he was gonna drench him with water, but Luffy, like crocodile's smarter than Luffy, so he gets through that. Mm-hmm. And then Luffy finds out and splatters crocodile with his own blood, mm-hmm. and then he beats the shit out of crocodile while damaging himself, and it's like. That's pretty fun. See, he, like, bloodies his own wrist, so, like, each punch see, can, like... Yeah. that is an example of how you should have a hero overcome the odds. Yeah. Of either through intelligence or, like, just some like some weird thing you can't think of. Not going, I will now unlock my third seal of bullshit. Yeah. And now just move faster, punch harder than you can. Well, I mean, like, Luffy does that, too. With, well, like, he does... Yeah, yeah, he does that some. He does that sometimes. But, like, yeah. why the signs of the earlier fights, in my opinion, are a bit better. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like I, I like the fights between um, Crocodile and stuff because it's like it's still showing off their power. Like with the time skip, that's actually a very clever plot device. If it's like we have stuff inbuilt now that we can show off. Mm-hmm. Um, also, well, here's the thing, though. Yeah. The difference between One Piece and like say Fairy Tale is. Yeah. One Piece, 
these th there is an explanation as to why no one else can get these powers because only one of these fruits exists. Exactly. Okay, yeah. that's fine. How come these guys can do hockey or something like that? Everyone can do it if you train hard enough yeah. or no or get the right lessons. That's you true. can yeah. do it. And it's like, see, stuff like that is what makes sense to me. Like that is the biggest question I always have for any person who's writing some kind of superpowered or some kind of series like that yeah. is, why aren't there more of these people? Why isn't? Why don't we see more of this? Why can't we see like? more than one Wolverine, for instance. Why exactly. can't we see blank? Like, I, I remember well, for actually... for X-Men and Mutants, it was because it's like your mutations are inconsistent. Yeah, like well, yeah, exactly. But there are some people who have very similar powers, like Psychics, for instance. Yeah, that's true. They're all kind of like, and, oh, he's an Omega level. Well, why can't there be another one? Well, there are. There's like three or four of them. Yeah, there's like three or four of them. They're just like not... Very common. Yeah, they're not going to tell you who they are. Yeah. And, but, like, I remember helping a friend out, right, for his story of, like, he wanted to have some weird mutation with, like, the, like, weird virus that's out there kind of thing that yeah. this one character has. And my little question is going, all right, listen, we're dealing with a world-scale infection story, which you're telling. Why doesn't this happen to more people? Yeah. You can't have a special snowflake instance like this. Circumstances have to occur in which, why can't this happen again? Like, what happened with the Hulk? The Hulk was in a gamma bomb and became superpowered. Yeah, there's now, like, five other Hulks now. Yeah. It's not. It's not impossible to replicate. Yeah, exactly. It's you got to have science to your story. You have to have rules, and you have to. Well, it's, it's like you have to have your own science. You you have you to, have to set make your own science. science, and you have to stick to that. You, you can't like keep breaking. Yeah, it. yeah, there's rules to your world, and this I guess is the final message we'll leave off for the night of where if you want to write a good fantasy story or kind of shonen or anything like that, you got to put a lot of care into your setting. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest thing that we we come out of this is setting yeah it's setting and execution of like showing that setting to people. Mm -hmm. I, I, because this this story had all the ingredients to possibly be something amazing yeah but instead they they just couldn't execute it properly they didn't they created a world that feels very weird in which we have odd oddly placed technology and and items it feels like getting we ramen have... in san diego <laughs> no like because yeah. it's it, you have all of the same ingredients you have the broth you have the noodles you have the fish cake it's the execution you can mm -hmm. have all of the ingredients you can have the same bowls mm -hmm. but if you don't know what to do with them you're gonna end up with something that's like oh i get this is supposed to be ramen but it's like i can like this is stupid mm -hmm. yeah I hate it. <laughs> so, uh, so this is kind of our first look. We might uh, come back and like do a post mortem of like the series. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, so, uh, recommend uh, after our first look for Weeb and Nami. Oh, yes. mm -hmm. Yeah. For Weeb, yeah, sure. You'll get some masturbation out of it. Um, and I say that in the literal and non-literal form. There's not enough stuff with Diana. <laughs> Diane, yeah. Di well, you haven't looked. Up, you haven't found. You haven't looked up this anime on hentai. On I did. G dot. You have. Yeah. You never know, wasn't much Diana. Not enough. Yeah. Seriously, with that jumps. I know. I know. <sighs> I know. I've read some of it with Elizabeth before, and that was before I even knew Seven Deadly Sins was a series. Like yeah. I had no idea what I was looking it's at. It's all Liz like it's all Elizabeth, and I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't want to see porno of Elizabeth. I want to see porno of Diana because Diana's into it. Mm -hmm. Which, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, but for non-weebs, yeah, sure, honestly. I wouldn't say this is not something an example of a great anime, but I think you could... 
being not exposed to as much anime, you'd uh, you'd be able to absorb this better. Uh, to the tropes, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it would probably be a little jarring at first to be it's like, why is the hero a molester? And it's like, oh, yeah. well, you see, it's because in Japan, people hate Are women. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> because the anime industry is terrible. Um... Like, I, I feel like this would be, like, an interesting thing to show to uh, non-weaves to be, like... So this is kind of, like, peak shonen. This mm-hmm. is, like, uh, they're fighting this is like This is, like, the showing of the fall of a of a freaking... Uh, Maybe fall, not necessarily the fall, but the stagnation. The, yeah, there we go. That's the perfect. The stagnation of a genre. Just like Aromanga Sensei is the peak of stagnation in a, in a terrible, terrible... Yeah. I wouldn't say, yeah. like, Aramanga is the peak. I'm saying Aramanga might be, like, a horseman harbinger. It's like, until the seals are fully broken. <laughs> and then it's just like... Until someone the, stops us. The, the this is where I we're see, getting. The day I see a light comedy uh, comedy romance about a father who loves his daughter romantically. Oh, and it's played no. off like that like, Aramanga sensei. I'll be like, I'm done. <laughs> like, this is... Mark... <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, I think, think it that would be... exists though. I know. I know. And it's not a hentai. God, I fucking hate everything. Um, but <sighs> I, yeah, that... I, I would recommend this to like non weebs because then you could show them One Piece or Berserk after it mm-hmm. <laughs> and be like, so this is kind of like the stagnation. This is the good stuff. But here's the thing as well. I can see people enjoying this series a lot. Yeah. This, I think, the between the pair of our weeb trashiness, we have a quote-unquote refined taste. Yeah. I say that in heavy quotations. But, like, we expect more. Yeah. For someone who is new to anime or even of just a younger audience, yeah. perhaps, like a high school kind of audience... This I can see people loving this, and why it has like a nine point, like a nine point oh on Google. Yeah. Kind of it's like. um there. There's a thing I uh, I'm a guy on a podcast I listen to. Uh, <laughs> oh great! Uh, talk, <laughs> Don't listen to them. Listen to us. Yeah, I know, but uh, he made a cool point where it was like he was answering like a fan letter about like this one thing, and he's like, I actually didn't like that, and it's not because like I it, it'll come off of me saying like kind of like I'm a snob, but it's almost like if you like something for a really long time and then you find like an entry level version of something mm-hmm. you're not you, you don't feel like you have to like it or it, you, you won't like it as much because it's entry level you've been there before it's yeah like, it's something you've already seen and i feel like that's what seven deadly sins is yeah, it's it, it's very entry level and it's like it it, it has done nothing to innovate anything mm-hmm. if anything i would say it regresses things like a little bit yep like this is like this is like bootleg fairy like I said bootleg fairy tale and then there's fairy tale as well yeah which is a diluted version of One Piece yes so you say yeah but but like I'm saying like One Piece is also entry level but like One Piece you can like ride that out and then you become a pro yeah no if One Piece One Piece is a is a ramp going up yeah like it it, the the farther you get in the series the more like like a more refined it becomes more refined like a wine it gets better with yeah, age yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's weird to say that about an anime because any anime that's gone 500 episodes usually has fallen by then yeah 
But I mean, like One Piece also has a it has its dips, yeah. Like you know, uh, uh, Oda only knows how to draw like big titty, big booted women with no waists yeah. and hairy legged men. Yeah, there's like which I like, re- I actually really I really like, like the hairy legged men. <laughs> um, uh, uh, At first, that turned me off. Is when I was younger as a kid, I couldn't stand it. It was like I, I, I find it very relatable now. It's, I <laughs> yes. can pull off a pretty good doggy on a doubtful figure. It's yeah. just like yeah, I don't even have to shave my legs. <laughs> I might just so. I can have like a uniform like her. All right, but um, let's. Yeah. All right, but it's getting really late. We gotta call it quits. All right. Yeah. Uh, follow me on uh, uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram as Marcus Slinger, and uh, thank you for all my patrons. If you listen to this and like it, donate to my Patreon. Also, Marcus Slinger. Yes. Uh, someday I'll have something for you. I'll want you people to go to. But for now, I won't bother you. We have a Wednesday. Signing off. Have a good night.